Yo, what up? It's the Nizza from Demon Scar, and you're listening to the greatest podcast on earth. Backstage with Spike on Anchor FM. Crack it! Stage with Spike, episode 65. That's my boys, Fatal Conceit. They're coming out of Michigan and their song, Devil's Little Helper. Check them out. All right, and I'm here with my boy, Nizza from Demon Skull. What's up, brother? Yo, what's up, dude? How you doing? Oh, awesome now that you're here. I've been trying to get you guys to come back on. Um, uh, Meds did the show. Um, shit, that was uh, episode three a year and a half ago. You guys have been busy as anything, man. What's happening? Yeah, you know, we're uh, we're, the, we're all over the place, bro. So, I mean, like... <laughs> you like, like I uh, tell people, like, shit on your shoe, right? I'm fucking everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's doing the bands full-time. Our regular jobs are full-time. So, like, just even, like, sorting it out for the week to get together for that uh, rehearsal. Right. Which is always, uh, you know, the thing. But, uh, yeah, man, just... Keep it busy and doing it, man, you know? That's, so. that's one of the things I appreciate about you guys. Like, I noticed, like, uh, Med just told me, like, what is it? Wednesday night is rehearsal night no matter what, right? It's Tuesday, but Tuesday, yeah. Tuesday, okay. Uh, it's pretty crazy, dude. Like, when he says no matter what, I'm talking no matter what, dude. Like, my dad passed away in October, and I'm sorry. they were like, dude, are you going to – like, he died on a Monday. Right. And they're like, are you – obviously you're not rehearsing this week and i'm like i fucking need it man like yeah. this is like my release i'm going crazy and i'll just sit home and i'm gonna feel miserable i'd rather go out and jam with my friends you know and like uplift my spirits so yeah we all three of us i can't i can't speak for those other two you know in the band but for me right. you know like the last couple of years have been totally crazy outside the band lots of you know life changes and everything and i gotta say that uh you know, music has always gotten me through. 
Yes. You know, like it's just whether I'm writing it, whether I'm listening to it, it's just it needs to be around. So, yeah, it's no matter what, man. Yeah, for guys like us, it's our center. You know, it's like it's it's always it, it, it makes you feel good. It makes everything feel normal for for a minute or two. You know, sure. You know, like uh, back. This is going back uh, seven years ago. Um, Almost eight years ago, you know, I took a break from music playing live for about two years. And, uh, you know, my ex, she uh, she tried pushing me to do it. She's like, yo, she's like, you need to, you know, you need to get back to playing again. You know, she's like, I know, you know, you're not yourself. You're not feeling yourself anymore. Please, right. you know, do something. And that's, you know, once... Um, me and meds linked up again it's like being born again man you know yeah. just doing it again it's just it's pretty amazing to me know? it's like it's it's therapy it's like again you know i don't care if i don't become famous i don't care if i become rich or not it's like i need to do this i need to put my music out you know whether they like it they don't like it i need to write i need to do this yes i agree and it's funny, 100%. Other people artistic, they get it. Like people who are into poetry or like to just write their feelings down or do art, you know, they get it, you know, because it's, it's, it's all different forms of art, but it's art and it's expression. And people like us, you know, we need to do this to get it out. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like, uh, like you said, you know, like a poet goes up there, you know, that they're, they're pouring their guts out and they, you know, it's totally, um, you know, if, people get it awesome right um if they don't maybe you try to explain it to them like why or you know uh, it's just a whole thing you know but uh getting it out there is definitely uh you know sometimes you you got a dud but sometimes uh you know you make something really special and it could affect somebody you know like the best one of the best feelings that i have is when someone reaches out to me that I have no idea who they are or I run into somebody that may have seen my band or right. heard my music before. And they're like, yo, that tune, you know, like I, I, I went through like a similar situation. I feel like what, what you went through, like, and we connect with that. Right. And like, Oh, it got me through a hard time. And I'm like, wow. You know, like I get it, man. Yeah, that's like, you know, that's like a million dollar check to me. I've, you know, Sure. We have older songs, you know, Broken or, you know, Liar, Burn It All Down. It's about your frustration or feeling like you don't fit in. And people send you like a text or whatever. And they're like, dude, you just nailed exactly what I feel. And it's like, man, it makes my heart melt. It's like, man. Sure. Cool. Absolutely. You know, same thing. Yeah. And again, it's funny because I've had this discussion on other shows and it's like, um, you know, you could write a song about something you never experienced just the way people write, you know, movies or write books, you know, somebody out there will relate to it. Like what I'm getting is I've had singers like look at my lyrics and they're like, dude, you really want me to sing this? What are you fucking crazy? Are you okay? Like, you know, they think like this. It's like, dude, listen, I'm writing because I know people out there feel like this. You know what I'm saying? It's like, come on. You know what? That's, that's pretty interesting that you mentioned that Stephen King didn't murder people you know what I'm saying stick him no, in his basement that we know of you know what I'm saying not. but he writes these no, crazy man. movies right exactly he's got a he's got a hell of an imagination right you know it's amazing but uh what you said you might have not gone through it um there's a tune that uh I wrote this is going back it's 
got to be almost 15, 16 years ago. Mm -hmm. And at the time, my guitarist was going through a uh, divorce and like he ended up moving cross country. And then uh, I, you know, the band was in hiatus and I wanted to start up something new. And um, I just came up with these lyrics and it was like part his story, part my story. Right. But, you know, like I feel like now, like I did a one-off show with this band now that I played it with a couple of months, like last month. And this song now came full circle because now I see myself, the part that I wrote about for him. Now I went through that and I can relate to it. And I'm like, wow, man, like it's just, uh, and I played it and it was just so much emotion when I played it then, you know, and it's, yeah, it's like one of those tunes, man. And like I said, when you touch somebody with it, you know, they say, you know, dude, you nailed how I feel. To me, yeah. it just makes me feel awesome. You know, whether it's good yeah. or bad feeling, but you're not alone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. Like sure. Uh, your, your latest release, uh, Web of Deceit. Well, you know, what's the story behind that? <laughs> um, well, I mean, you're looking at I mean, you're reading or hearing the lyrics and you're like, um, it just sounds like you've reached a, a point like you're in a relationship and it's breaking and falling apart and everything. And right. True to form, man. You know, I wrote that song last year and it was in the time of when, uh, you know, me and my ex-wife now, uh, we were going through a, uh, a very horrible time. Uh, her brother had, um, had passed away untimely at 27. Oh, wow. And, uh, he, my dad and my mom had really bad health issues. And, you know, like I said before, my dad had passed away and it just had all these elements. Plus our marriage was falling apart, but we also had this beautiful six year old daughter at the time that, uh, we were concerned with because we didn't want to put her in the middle of it. You know, we don't want to make, you know, I feel like if you're splitting up and you put a kid in the middle of it, you're, you're selfish. Right. So, yes. I think you should try to at least work it out. And if you can't work it out, move on, but don't move on with, uh, with any, you know, um, hatred and try to make it work. You got to put your, 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 uh, your differences aside. And I feel like web of deceit was me subconsciously knowing that this is failing okay. and it's just like, there's only so much you could really talk about, you know, like it's right. what it was. You know? So, so in general, like when you guys come up with your, your songs, do you tend to like write lyrics and bring it to the band or like, is there a main songwriter? Like does meds mainly come up with the riffs, you know, how do you, do you guys jam and maybe come up with ideas? Like how, how, how do you tend to write your songs? Is there a set way or is it different um, every time? Meds, uh, how we wrote the first, EP was interesting. Like he um, sent me a riff, and this was his first time getting back into music in a while. Okay, because I had showed him the previous night. I had some lyrics that I had started writing, so he sent me a riff the next day through text, and that's how we started writing our first EP. Like it fit. Like you know, it was like weird. So we kind of stick to that formula. Now he'll be right sending over a riff just the other day um he sent me over a uh a ballad like that he's starting to work on and 
You know, yeah. I've been trying to do a ballad for a long time, but like our rocking and our like punk and our metal is just like at an all time like I don't know, it's like peaking right now. Like the, <laughs> yeah. the material that we're enjoy coming out it about less because the dry spells come and it happens to all of us. I hate oh, that. that. Sucks. I know. Yeah, but so like he sent me over this ballad, and I'm like, holy shit, dude! I'm like, you know, I'll send him over some like snippets of lyrics that I'll write. And he'll always say, yo, man, back pocket, back pocket, meaning store it. So back in the day, I used to have carry around a little notepad and I would write down ideas and stuff. Right. You know, now I have notes on my phone and it's whether it's a full song or three, three lines or even a word. I'll throw that in the notes and like I'm just when I'm got some downtime, I'll just go through my notes and sometimes I'll copy and paste and cut and come up with lyrics and right yeah it's basically it you know like um we actually have another song that we we're going to record that we started doing in the studio as a full band and that was that was cool because uh we haven't done that right you know you know uh med started playing something jared started grooving nice with a nice beat and uh yeah so uh that's another uh another song that's like i feel like we're genreless i want to do that i want to be like a genreless band that like we got the metal. We got the punk. We got the alternative. You that, know? That's, that's what's great about like you know everybody gets excited like oh I got signed to some you know D leveled you know re, you know record company. It's like right, who gives a fuck? But now they tell you what to do. You know yeah, when, no, when you're independent like we are, you can do whatever you want. And I'm a big believer that you know if you put something out and it's a big flop. Who cares? A month later, put something else out. You know what I'm saying? It'll be forgotten and you move on. Constant material, man. Yeah, just do what you want to do. It just because to me, like we all have jobs, we all work. So to me, you know, this shouldn't be a full letter word. This to me is my art, and I want to enjoy it. So I'm gonna write what I feel. I'm gonna put out what I enjoy. And if you like it, that's great. If you don't, no problem. I'll nope. maybe the next one you'll like. You know, sure, sure. I've always felt like that. And we used to like yeah. back in the day when I had a full band going. We would rehearse for like an hour and a half, and then the last half hour was just to jam. Yeah. You know, and sometimes you just come up with cool ideas. And you'd be like, whoa, whoa, hold on a second. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, Nick, do what you were doing there, and, you know, you know, Jared, do that there, you know, and, I'm, you know, and you come up with ideas like that, too. Now, to me, it's everything studio to me, so it's like I'm, you know, writing riffs, then writing lyrics for it, then, you know, finding Crazy who fits best to, to go in on it, you know? Yeah. It's crazy how recording is uh, has come now. It's so easy and accessible right now. Like, do you realize I sent you like the song, and then you just recorded it at home your vocals, sent yeah. it back to me, and we put it together with everybody else for you know zombie skater punks, and then just we put it out to a distribution yeah. company. Like people in Germany are listening to our music. It's fucking that's, insane. That's awesome. You know, that's great. That was a good time. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I was looking, you know, what before it's funny that you mentioned that, too, because I was looking before through my phone for your for your uh, contact information. Right. And I just typed in like in my text messages, zombie skater punks, because I figured you'd be coming up with that. Right. And I'm looking back at like stuff we were texting. And I remember uh, this thing I, I read, wrote to meds and I'm like, dude, this was kind of like a. Uh, like a homework assignment. I remember you like <laughs> yeah. everyone come up with lyrics and we're going to cherry pick each everyone's ideas. Right. And we're just throw it into a big pot. Yeah. Like, dude, that was so cool because the song kicks ass the, and it has so many elements. Uh, thank you. But the, see the best part. And again, when we did that, like I'm, 
I didn't, I didn't know we were going to go down this road, but I'll go down this road. Um, yeah. When I came up with the idea, it's like I didn't want to be like bossy, but I just knew with like, you know, nine or ten people involved in this, this could really get fucking screwy real fast. So I wanted to keep Dude, a tight rein on everything. Person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, dealing with one person, right. it gets screwy. So imagine you're throwing nine, ten personalities. Right. I said this will never get done yeah. unless I take the reins. And the point is, like, you wrote the lyrics for the whole song. Your lyrics were incredible. And I passed it along to all the other singers that if you get stuck, take one of Nick's verses. You know what I'm saying? But the yeah, old, most oh, of them came up with their that, own man. verses. But no. your standalone, like, ver- you came up with that, like, within a week. I was like, holy shit, man. This guy's talented with lyrics. This is fucking awesome. You know, honestly, like, I've always, it's weird. I have that in me, whether it be lyrics. Uh, I find lyrics to be ideas. the hardest fucking thing. Oh, um, It always, once I start going, man, like, it just flows. Like, you know, just, just last uh, two weeks ago, I was at a wedding party, and the best man couldn't show up, so the groom hit me up, and he was like, dude, would you mind being the stand-in best man? Oh, and I'm he like, had you sure. do the speech or what? So he's like, you mind doing a speech? Dude, I wrote the speech in like five minutes oh, after he asked me, and oh. I did it, and it, I fucking killed, man. Like, oh, I nailed it. Oh, my God. But, you know, if you're feeling it, dude, it should come. You know, like, right. if you get caught up, I feel like don't fucking drive yourself crazy and, like, you know, Go on to something else, but always remember you got something like in the background, you know, right. you go back to it. And that's why I said, like you were talking earlier about like, you feel like you're at a peak that, you know, you the everything's flowing with you guys. Enjoy it, record it, write it down. Because again, you know, I have so many songs in, you know, on my shelf sitting there and I save them there because I know it's going to come to a point where, you know, six months, eight months is going to go by where I can't come up with a fucking idea to save my life. But, I could go to the fucking shelf and pull down that song. Let's, you know, let's work on that and put that out. Right. You will hit those dry spells and it sucks. I'm sure. Yeah, man. I mentioned before uh, in and uh, pre that a train sometimes passes by where I'm at. Yeah, you Right it. now it's, it's <laughs> idling by right now. That's awesome. <laughs> you know, you guys are on Long Island, right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I spoke yeah, with uh, about forty-five, about forty-five minutes outside of New York City. Yeah, I think I spoke with uh, David HK about. Uh, we used to play at Long Island. We used to play Februarys, and we used uh, to play Speaks. Speaks is big. I remember Speaks. Yeah, I'm going I, way back. I, I wasn't. I wasn't. I never was at Speaks, but the the legacy of it, like, yeah, I'm a little yeah, older than twist, you, I think. <laughs> Twisted Sister, like, got, like, uh, they cut their teeth there. Yes, yes. They're in Lamores. They used to play Lamores all the time. Yep. All right. So, listen, I'm going to play a, a song here. We're going to play Web of Deceit. Um, you already told us about where that came from, so we know what it's all about. And we're going to play it right now. Check this out Web of Deceit. Crank it.
right. I was web of deceit by Demon Scar. Uh, Nick, while I got you, I got to ask you a question. Yep. Uh, whiskey a go-go in December. How'd you guys nail this gig? Uh, well, if anyone personally knows me, that uh, ever since I was uh, I, I, interested in music, like at a young age, my, my older brother showed me, uh, you know, crew and Metallica. Okay. When I was uh, like eight years old and I always heard about this place, the whiskey. And I'm like, oh, if I ever play, man, I got, I would love to play this place. Right. So, uh, we've talked about it for years, like just trying to do it or whatever. And, uh, I'm going to be out in LA already in December. I'm doing this, uh, red carpet event. My, uh, my friend's doing something with Sylvester Stallone. So I'm going out there. It's like a Q&A and stuff. Okay. And uh, I'm going to be there already. So I was in practice one day. I was like, yo, dudes, I'm going to be in L.A. already. So uh, let's see if we can try to get a show in L.A. And I'm going to just like put some feelers out. And um, Meds hit me up and he was just like, yo, dude, they just booked a show uh, on the 9th. And it doesn't look like any bands are on there or whatever. So I'm like, all right, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to hit up the whiskey right now. So I wrote to the whiskey. I emailed them. I had sent them out previous emails. And for some reason, I guess uh, they never got back to me. But okay. for this one, I put specifically December 9th. Uh, it's this band Earshot. So I was just like, yo, if you have any uh, opening slots, Demon Scar from New York, we're going to be in town. We'd love to play. Right. Half hour later, the dude hits me up, tells me the deal. He says he's got three open spots. I hit them up. I'm like, dude, this is gonna, this is a reality now. What are we doing? Right. And right off the bat, Meds, dude, let's do it. Jared's like, oh, you know what, man? My kids have been in my ear uh, about setting up like a uh, little trip to go down there. Right. I'm in. Cool. So. And this is gonna be close to Christmas time, right? This means December. Yeah, right? actually, it's December. December eighth is my birthday. Oh, so yes, yeah, so I'm gonna be there. I'm, I'm arriving in L.A. on the eighth. Playing the gig on the ninth. The Stallone things on the tenth. I get to dick around on the eleventh, and then I'm coming home on the twelfth. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, I can't wait, man. Like honestly, like when you said before about making it and everything. Yeah. So I played. My other old band, I played CBGBs. Yeah, now I'm playing. I'm playing the whiskey. Yeah, those two places for me, I made it. Right, this it. You know, no, like it, I'm good. It, it's funny what you're saying because I, I I think of that now to myself. When you're younger, you know, you fantasize about being a mega rock star and playing Madison Square Garden. You know, uh, playing alongside you know Led Zeppelin. You know. Then, right. then you get you like I always used to call it. You know, you have your fantasy, you know, your 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 fantasy dreams and your realistic dreams. Like right. uh, I always fantasized that you know I would love to own a Ferrari. My realistic dream was having a Corvette, and I owned a Corvette. You know what I'm saying? So it's like right. you know you, you start to get more like realistic. So in other words, like like in other words, I played CBGBs back in the day. Uh, I played Lamores. You know, we were like eight bands before Twisted Sister came on the stage. You know. And you look back and you're like, you know what? I'm happy with that. It's pretty cool. So, like, for you guys to play, you know, uh, Whiskey A Go-Go, where Motley Crue got started and all that shit, dude, that's, like, just so fucking awesome, you know? It's, uh, you know, it's, not Madison, line, dude. It, it's not Madison Square Garden, you know what I'm saying? But it's 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 awesome. It's an awesome accomplishment 
and it's a win to take home, you know, as, as a musician. Hell yeah. Dude, like just me getting like Motley still bit is still my band, dude. So like already this year already with them coming back and playing again, like right. I'm on that high already, bro. Like watching them doing it again. Now yeah. I'm going to step foot into their territory and I'm like, all right, now I'm playing where they started. Right, and that gets right. me fired up, dude. Like, yeah. I love that. I love hearing the stories of like, they were like that self-promoting machine. And I feel like Demon Scar, where we're not doing the flyers on the <clears throat> on the poles, we're going <laughs> yeah. all over. We're going on the digital way. I grew you know, up on that shit. Yeah, go ahead. We're going on the digital way, bro. We're, we're trying to get it through the internet, which right. brings you even further. Like like you said, people in other countries are listening to you. Yeah. Stuff. Which is awesome, yeah. you know. Like so, you know what, man? Maybe this will open doors. Maybe it'll be, it won't. But you know what? It's an experience, man. And I want to take it all in. And I, right. I, I can't wait, man. I really can't wait. So now, how is this? I mean, again, as a fellow musician, I'm just now picking your brain and getting into this. Um, yeah. Are you guys like now going to be bringing like you have to like you got to like you know truck your amps out there and everything? Or no, they, they got have a, a back setup? line. They, they got do. a back line for me and meds. Uh, Jared's got to bring some hardware. Obviously, we have to bring our instruments. Right. You gotta, um, yeah. But like as far as amps it. and a basic drum kit, no. it's already there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, see, that's great. It sounds as if you guys not got to figure out, all right, how the fuck do we lug, you know, a thousand pounds of equipment over there? <laughs> see? Yeah, that would have been something else. I mean, obviously, we'd have to like then rent something and like drive cross country. But yeah, I have to. Obviously, I got to check my guitar and stuff. But I, uh, I think I have a... Uh, a contact with uh, one of the airlines, so hopefully I'll be able to bring it down to the gate, and they can just put it on the plane. Nice. Right. I don't want to give it to some fucking, you know, mail handler and then it's chucking it in the belly of the plane, dude. You yeah, know? yeah. Like send it UPS ahead of time. Do that too. I mean, you know, there's we're we're talking about different options right now, but I think that's what we're going to end up doing is right. taking it as a. Uh, check it you know and, and, and i want i want to ask up. you a question i love your but were you uh, are you playing an epiphone firebird bass is that what you were originally playing yeah i was playing the uh the epiphone firebird and you got something different uh, now right i was playing i was playing the uh the blackbird for a while too okay now i'm playing the Schecter six right how do you like yeah. that i love it dude i love Schecter's it. quality so stuff good. i love Schecter. yeah you know what for uh for a while, I wanted to uh, to get this, and I went on Reverb, and I found someone that had like a uh, virtually brand new bass. I mean, it was played a couple of times, but they um, gave me a good deal on it, so I was just like, "Cool," you know. And it came with the case too, so oh, I'm wow. like, "Let's do it," you know. So uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm real happy with that. I have a Gibson Thunderbird, which I don't touch; it just sits there, right? And I have the uh, the the Blackbird, and then um, I have the uh, the what call it the um, Epiphone Firebird, the Schick, the, oh, the, Se- the yeah. Schecter Six, yeah. and I also have the Court Punisher, the uh, Gene Simmons bass. Okay, cool. I don't like that. No, huh? No, no, dissing Gene or whatever. I'm sure. No, of you know, course not. Yeah, it just doesn't sit right on me, man. I don't like it. Yeah, you know, I like. Uh, I just like the way that the. Uh, it's so like awkward the the body shape of it, but it just fits me perfect. Right, you know? right. It's a heavy bass. Don't get me wrong; it's not right. light at all. But like, 
I don't know, man. I just feel like I'm, I, it's my ax, man. I love it. Well, you know, it's like, like I, way back in the day when I played with the band Attica, I played bass and uh, had Aria Pro 2. You know, it was fucking, yeah. it was awesome. And I wound up then buying a, um, a BC Rich Warlock bass. It was so yeah. cool looking, but the most uncomfortable fucking thing to play. Yeah. And the way the body shape was, and it wasn't rounded off like your forearm, you're picking, you know, for your right arm. God, it would ache from just like, you know, the way the wood was cut. It was horrible, but yeah. it looked so cool, you know, but it's like. Oh, I love I that look, man. Yeah, but I just, I hated playing it. I couldn't stand it. Yeah, I love the Warlock, man. It is a cool looking bass. I got a Fender Aerodyne I play now for like recording and stuff. And just, dude, it's nice. fucking sweet. What yeah. a freaking quality instrument. It's insane. The guy that uh, actually helps us on some uh, recording stuff and where we rehearse, I sold him my old Aslan Dane. It was like a uh, Japanese uh, custom bass. Okay. And I threw some different pickups in it. And uh, the guy that made it had a factory, and he was trying to get rid of him. So I ended up uh, getting it for a really good deal. and. I wanted to raise some money to get another base. Right. So I ended up selling it to him and he still uses it. And I used that thing for like eight years. It was great, man. And what are you using for an amp when you're playing live? You, what are you, Ampeg guy? What are you? What do you do? I like Harky, but uh, oh, yeah. I have a, right now I have an acoustic combo. Oh, okay. I had one back in the day too, the acoustic with the 115 in it. It was like 100 yep. watts, you know, yeah. with a tuned port. And the thing was freaking incredible. Yeah, I think this one's like a hundred and hundred and fifty, I think. Right, hundred fifty watts. But yeah, it's uh, it's good, man. You know, my son, he just bought the. He didn't just buy it now. It's been a while, but he bought the Fender Rumble, five hundred watt, and oh, man. he bought it and he brought it home. He brought it over the house. I was like, dude, this thing weighs like three pounds. Like, what the fuck you doing with this thing? You know, holy right. shit, it was incredible. I mean, back in the day, we used to have, you know, I used to have the 215 cabinet, you know, with the head and all that shit. The thing weighed a thousand pounds. This whole thing weighs like 35 pounds and it like rattles the entire house. It's fucking incredible. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You could probably play with that 500 watts. You could probably play fucking giant stadium with yeah dude it's got and it's got all the stuff it's got the xlr to go directly to the mixing board all that shit you know no no direct boxes no more and all that splitting the shit off it's incredible and i can't believe like i said when i first felt it i think it's got i think it has two 12s in it i'm saying myself dude come on what'd you pay for this i think you paid like four hundred dollars or 450 for it's like nothing still the the thing's incredible i'm like holy shit I had a Harky, yeah, man, I had a Harky uh, stack, and I got that from a friend that actually uh, got endorsed by them, but he's like, I don't play their shit. And he's like, I'll sell it to you for cheap. So I used to play that, and uh, yeah, I, I, it was so heavy to carry around and everything. I'm like, you know what, bro? Just give me the combo ding, and I can deal with that. Yeah, and uh, you know it works out for me. Well, you, you. I mean, I know you're a little younger than me, but you know we're of the same, you know, breed. Like, you know, we're used to going on stage. You know, you want the big amps behind you and all that shit. No, you know, because it looks cool. Yeah, because it looks cool exactly. But like, dude, I interviewed Abby K. They're showing up with like you know little like eye rigs in their back pockets and like just plugging into the sound system. Like they don't even carry amps with them. It's amazing. Yeah, we um, did that show with Rex, man. Uh, residual. 
yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. over in Camden, and we were able to use his bass rig. Dude, it was the smallest thing ever, and I'm like, this thing, really? Yeah, yo, it kicked yeah. ass, man. It was so good. I don't know whether to play through to a fuck it, you know what I'm saying? It's so cute. <laughs> right, it's like, exactly. what the hell am I going to do with this thing? I don't but, know if it's a vape. Yeah, what end do I fucking suck on? It's like, holy shit. (laughs) It's true, though, but that's like modern technology. It's like, like I said, you know, I mean, I'm 58, and back in the day, you know, if you wanted power, you needed big, and you wanted big because it looked fucking cool, you know? But it's like, you know, you don't need that shit no more. It's amazing. Not at all. And even the band, you look at the big bands now too, you see why they got the wall of marshals. They're all empty cabinets, dude. Oh, dude. I, I, I witnessed it firsthand years ago. My friend toured Europe and he went on like a festival circuit and I was side stage and I got to see like, it was three days. My friend was in a band with Evan Seinfeld from uh, biohazard. Yeah. And they played with, Motorhead and Maiden, Heaven and Hell, Ozzy, Stone Temple. Dude, and I was side stage for all these bands and like the wall of Marshalls. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's just a wall, bro. It's not (laughs) all plugged in. It's fake. fake. Yeah, it's fake. You know, one one of them are plugged in. But again, they're doing that. Why? Because we expect that and it looks cool. You know what I'm saying? If they went out there and brought their little fucking, you know, boss katana combo, you'd be like, what the fuck is that? Doesn't doesn't have balls. Yeah. You remember, uh, what was it? uh, On the movie Spinal Tap. You know, when they drew in the thing, they wanted to do the thing of Stonehenge. Instead of 18 feet, he writes 18 inches. (laughs) (laughs) A little fucking wall comes down. The little people of Stonehenge. The guys like the dwarves like knocking it over. I'm hearing that they're going to do something again with that. No, really? Spinal Tap. Yes. I don't know if it was an internet rumor or whatever, but. I'm all for it. Oh, dude. so am I. Jesus Christ, I'm so. That's for that. one of the that best. So cool. Yeah, that's one of the best things ever. Anybody that's been in a band can totally relate to it. My wife, she laughs hysterical, like you know, with the girlfriends getting involved and all that shit. You know. Oh yeah. It's oh perfect. my god. In the back seat, I want large bread. If you fold it, <laughs> see, it don't work. I want large bread. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? It's, it's this, so awesome. And I don't want this. Yeah. I want large bread. So that Some I genius is behind that one. Huh? <laughs> So it's some geniuses like are behind that one. Yeah, and it's, it's funny because it's, it's fucking true. It really is. Like it's just fucking amazing. <laughs> I know your boy Jared's got his side project going, but he's not here, so we'll talk about yours. Um, uh, your side project uh, you got going, I, I know you got four singles out right now. Um, what could you tell me about that? Is this a, like a direction? You're going to like, you know, push this more? Like, where did you come up with? I, obviously, you're, you're into rap. Uh, this is definitely something you like, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, even Nizzer is a, uh, is a thing back in the day, high school days, man, Wu-Tang was just coming I, yes, out. Yes, yes, Wu-Tang a, Clan ain't nothing I, to fuck I, with, yep. They still aren't nothing to fuck with, I man. remember They're them in Staten Island, the Wu-Tang Mansion, we drove by it a couple of times. So, the, you know, there was a Rizzer and a Jizzer, and just being a young adolescent punk that was into that stuff, and I'm like, yo, if there's a Rizzer and a Jizzer, there's got to be a Nizzer, so Nizzer stuck for years with me like everyone was like oh Nizza, what's up and I'm like you know i just i like the name so i'm like you know what fuck it i'm gonna keep it so that's been my uh stage name for forever right now the the hip-hop thing is something that i've always been into i never really dabbled into it until i mentioned my 
my brother-in-law that untimely passed away. He's the one that uh, turned me on to this, uh, this, um, to Little Peep. So Little Peep is a uh, was a rapper that came out of uh, Long Beach, okay, New York, and uh, he passed away when he was 21, dude. Like oh, he was man. just about to break, and I feel like if he was still around today, he'd be as big as Post Malone. Okay, so. Um, Right there, man. I started listening to his lyrics, and he did something like that I hadn't heard before. It was like elements of like emo and punk, but he's rapping this stuff. And I'm right. like, hey, he's taking samples from this and that. And I'm like, wow, this is so cool. I'd love to do something like this. So, uh, yeah, um, just the uh, the first single that I actually uh, released on the NZA was a tribute to to my brother-in-law that passed away and that's not goodbye. So, right. Um, that came about, um, I was on some fan page and I came across this kid from Greece, his name, uh, he goes by the name of setbacks and he posted like this minute and 12 second, 15 second little beat that he has like a little guitar on. And he was like, I don't want to put lyrics to it. I don't know if anyone wants to screw around with it. I immediately DM'd him. I was like, dude, take that off. Don't put that post out there. Yeah. Don't put it out there because people <laughs> are going to steal it. Yeah. But I'm interested with what you, this is a very hooky thing. I'm like, I have someone that I can collaborate. I was talking about him before. This guy, Greg uh, Gavitt. Awesome. I recorded with him before. Okay. He works at Center Stage in Belmore. And uh, I brought the, um, the, the beat to him and he, I was like, I want to make this a little bit longer. I got some lyrics. So like he extended it, put a little guitar solo into it, added some keys. And that's how it was born, man. Not goodbye. That came out uh, in December and, you know, it was right off the bat, like a local radio station. We're friends with one of the uh, morning guys uh, as a favor to me. He threw it on the, on the, on the station for me. And uh, it got some, great positive feedback so i was like wow i gotta uh i want to continue with this yeah so uh the second song i did was this tune called teenage exorcist now it wasn't a rap song but this was a shell demon scar song so meds was like it's not us man i mean it's something that is fun but like i don't know maybe down the line we could put it out as a b-side okay so I was like, dude, I think it's pretty cool. Like, would you mind, like, if I put it out as a solo thing? And he was like, no, not at all. Do it. Do it up. And I did it. And it was totally, like, again, nothing like I've done before. Right. It was fun, you know, and got some positive feedback. So I threw that out there. The third song that I did was a cover of a little peep tune called uh, Walk Aways and Door Slams. And that um, came up with um my uh collaborator that i actually have on my new single that i put out k lovely uh yeah, my so good friend courtney yep yeah k lovely uh courtney my friend courtney from uh he's from long island too we met at a um a local haunted house that we worked at together uh through halloween and we just scared the shit out of people and stuff and i'm the butcher and he's 12,000 hours scared the fuck out of people okay that's it man so you know you know he was the, the doctor there and he had this dude he has this fucking guttural laugh 
that when there's a hundred people in this little farmhouse screaming their heads off and he's across the fucking field, like across the room, you could still hear him, man. He was so loud. But (laughs) he was doing his own thing. And I'm like, yo, we should collaborate once. Right, right. So we did the cover together of the Peep song. Okay. And then uh, a couple months later, he hit me up with this beat and he was like, I came up with this in COVID and I didn't do anything with it. Wanted to know if you'd be interested. And that's where our last ride came from. And right now that's getting some positive, uh, some positive feedback as well. I'll be, I'll be honest with you, dude. I followed you from the first release you put out, you know, for your solo project. And, um, I don't, you know, comment. I just watch, I sit back and I watch is what I do. Um, your latest re- release, you know, last ride, I was like, this guy, like, to me, this cemented it for me that you could definitely, definitely take this somewhere. And then I started noticing that, you know, you're on, like, um, a bunch of other people's releases. Like, you've been, like, guest singing for other people, too? Yeah, I mean, I just try to put myself out there. Like I said, like I told you before, with Demon Scar being genreless. Mm-hmm. Nizzer is definitely genreless. Like I'll do right. fucking anything, man. Like that's just what I was brought up on. Like I love all types of music. You know, I love I love the heavy. I love Neil. I love like Slayer. I love fucking Frank Sinatra, Neil Diamond. You know, like Elvis. El- the Elvis movie just came out. Yeah, that's yeah, one yeah. thing. If you ask me about today, where I want, I would love to have gone to see the Elvis movie with my dad. Cause my dad is the one that oh, put okay. me on the Elvis. And that you. was just like such a fucking cool right. thing to see like him coming. But Elvis yeah. never left. I mean, he's still the yeah. king. He's always going to be. Dude, the he's the shit, man. You kidding me? Christ. Yeah. And, and this movie was such a, uh, an emotional roller coaster to see and everything. And um, like I said, man, just genreless. That's what I am. Like, I, I just want to, touch all bases and i feel like if someone has a good idea i'll go with it so listen i definitely want to play uh we're gonna play last uh last ride what's the story behind this 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 is from from your solo project um what's the story behind this song uh this one is just uh we we um he gave me a verse to write about and he wanted to talk about like what COVID, like with the, the COVID world, what was going on with it. For me, um, I always come from a personal kind of thing. Like I tackle the issues that are going on right now. I feel like the whole fucking country is taking yeah. 500 steps backwards. Yeah. You know, like everyone has the, getting offended by shit so easily. Yep. Everything's got a fucking color on it or a yeah. label. And, and that's why in this show I'm big on you don't have to apologize. You're entitled to an opinion, say your opinion without saying, I'm sorry, but say what you no, got to say. No, man. I mean, like, it's it sucks, too. And being yeah. a parent, dude, and sending my kid to school, this has always bothered me. Yeah. Dude, going to school sucks enough. Yeah. But fucking sending your kid and you're worried about if they're going to fucking make it home in one piece now yeah. because of the fucking all the shit that's going on with these mass shootings and everything yeah you know so i even touch on that man that's a that's like a personal thing for me man like my boys are 23 and 28 so i'm like thank god for that yeah man but you know what ever since like i feel like nothing's ever gonna fucking change if 20 uh 20 first graders getting fucking shot in school didn't change anything 10 years ago then 
the fucking 18 kids that just got shot in Texas, man, is the sequel. Yeah. And it's just going to continue unless big shit needs to happen. And, you right, know, and like, right. you know what? I'll use my whatever platform that I have could be a piece of fucking wood that's under me. That's yeah. two inches big. Whatever it is, man. <laughs> I'm going to put my heart out there. I'm going to say what I want. If you don't like it, fuck it. Turn yeah. the station, dude. You know? Exactly. But that's how I feel. I don't feel like I'm offending anyone. You know? All right. So we're going to listen to Last Ride from Nizza. Check this awesome. out. Awesome.
it might not be tonight. Ten Hail Marys and ten Our Fathers. I'm absolved while the diocese counting dollars. Jesus Christ, a brilliant way to rob us. You think I'm fly, but I'm just dropping knowledge. Fuck motherfucker, I ain't even finished college. I ain't finished college, but I learned to pay the homage. Catch up on these moments like I'm holding up a hostage. He can't legislate, so we suffer in a lawsuit. As you read us our last rites, our last rites. Know our life was alright. It's alright. As you take this last ride, I'ma live for the day, cause it might not be the night. All right, Nick, I got to ask you the question I ask uh, uh, a lot of my guests. you like games or no? Well, what type of games are we talking about? Well, whether you like games or not, you're going to fucking play. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> you mean just like being old polite. school? Like old school? Like fucking like Richard Dawson? Like Family Feud? Yeah, something like that. Only there's no prizes. You don't get nothing out of this, okay? <laughs> and um, I'm going to ask you a series of questions, and you have to choose one or the other. Now, you may not like either of the options, but it doesn't matter. You have to pick one. Now, uh, you can explain your answer if you want, but you're totally not obligated. You don't have to. If you want to explain it, you can. But you must pick one or the other. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, I, I actually like doing this to people all the time. Either you got to take a bullet or do this. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm ready, man. Spit a spoiler, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about Nick, but I'm getting I'm fucking bombed here. All right, here we go. First, <laughs> first question, and you have to choose, brother. You ready? Yep. All right, Misfits or Motley Crue? Fucking Crue, dude, all day. All right. All right. Stage or studio? Stage. Um. Stella Cronita or The Unknown? Ah, oh, my babies. Oh, I knew I'd get them sooner or later. Stop thinking. I always get them to think. Uh, I'm going to go with Unknown. All right. Sorry, David H. Hey, I love you. But fucking, uh, yeah, man. going to go with Unknown. Just, uh... If, if David HK was on stage with us and played on uh, Stella Canita forever with us, then I would, might have gone with Stella Canita. But yeah, I'm gonna go with Unknown. <laughs> I love it. He feels guilty. <laughs> oh, feel dude, guilty. I have the worst fucking guilty conscience there is. Oh, see, this is why I do this now. See, so all all your fans out there are really starting to get to know the Nizza. You know what I'm trying to say? Dude, I was raised by the most guilt like. My mother, you know, old school Italian, like she'll throw <laughs> the fucking guilt at you. It's a mm-hmm. river of guilt. Mm-hmm. So, I'm yeah. Nobly Don in Genoa, so my father's. Oh, side. dude, Nobly Don, my grandmother, yeah. dude. That's people yeah. talk about your Jewish guilt. There's Italian guilt too. It's just as bad. No, dude, it's the same fucking thing. All right, here we go. Grass or cement? <laughs> uh. <laughs> I'm fucking bombed here. <laughs> Grass is cement. Shit. Uh, yeah, you know what? I'm going to stick with the fucking cement. <laughs> he's, he's a New Yorker. It's definitely cement. You know, one of the worst smells to me is fresh cut grass. People love oh, that no, shit. See, I, I used... think it's fucking vomiting. It's disgusting. Oh, no. Back in the day, dude, one of my favorite things, like, they thought it was like a chore that they, they were, like, punishing me. Like, when I would tell my friends, like, 
Oh no, I gotta cut the lawn. Back in the day, like, right. I would fucking love to like smoke a bowl and go out and fucking cut the grass, dude. It was the funnest thing in the world. I love doing well, that. running a lawnmower, yeah. But yeah. Uh, that that smell <laughs> is just fuck. I love the smell of gasoline. You know, oh, what I'm I saying? love raw gasoline. Shit like all that, that shit. Burning yeah. rub. I used to go to the fucking the drag races at English Town. You know what I'm saying? Smell the bleach on the tires. I love that shit. I'm a, dude, I'm, I've been sober. I've been sober for well, often uh for opioids for seven and a half years. But okay. before that, I was a big fucking huffer. So I loved all that shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I love this guy. <laughs> How about this? Nesquik or Yuhu? Whoa. Oh. Uh, I guess you know what, dude. I'm gonna go with the underdog over here, man. Nesquik. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, Yoohoo, Yoohoo is, uh, it's got an acquired taste, but like, you know what, Nesquik, I'm down with their, uh, their strawberry. Ah, nice. I used to love back in the day, I'm going to go back like 20 years ago, Yoohoo used to put out uh, coconut Yoohoo. And yeah. I'll never forget going to the studio. We used to play at Ace London Studios where Biohazard used to rehearse also. We used to be yeah. in the slot after them. And I used to get a coconut Yoohoo and a chocolate Yoohoo with two straws and suck them both in at the same time. It was the shit. Uh, <laughs> but now yeah, I'm hooked on Nesquik. Uh, My wife buys Nesquik by the case for me. You know, in the little pre made bottles. I love that yeah. shit. But the dude, the fucking, not to get gross, but you told me you're not into fucking fresh grass. <laughs> but did that fucking coconut Yoohoo, did it look like a fucking. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it did, right? Oh man, See, I was getting, I was it looked like Ron Jeremy fucking jizzed in it. Oh boy! <laughs> At least have the sediment in the bottom. You had to shake it up. Otherwise, it had like extra goo in the bottom. Oh god! <laughs> Leave it to you to take something wholesome like this and just fuck it all up. Yeah, man. Oh. <laughs> <All right. laughs> How about baseball? <laughs> <laughs> How about baseball or football? Ah, oh, football, dude. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm a Raider fan. Yes, me too. Are you? All the so, way. Okay, I grew up, this year, man. I don't mean to cut you off, but I grew up a Giants fan because that's what my family was growing up in, you know, Brooklyn, New York. Um, Jeff Hostetler step up to the plate, yes. took him to the Super Bowl, and then they shit cool. on that fucking guy. And he was going to go to either the Cleveland Browns or the Raiders. I said, wherever he goes, I'm going to become a fucking fan. He went to the Raiders, and I've been a Raiders fan ever since. Awesome. Yeah, I loved Haas, man. He was a good... Haas, that was great. Right. He wasn't a rock star, but he was a football player. He did what he had to do to get shit done. No, he was hard-nosed, bro. Yeah. He fucking played with his heart, dude. Mm -hmm. There's no way that, like, you know, I feel like all these fucking players out now are... Worried about their legacy while this yeah, guy was just yeah. worried worried about this winning. You know? Back then, everybody's still else. blowing Phil Sims. All right, that guy should be in a fucking walker. Fuck yeah. Phil Sims. The most fumbles in Giants history is fucking Phil Sims. Get the fuck out of here. Fuck I'm him. not into him. Fuck him. All right, let's get back to on track here. <laughs> Blondes or brunettes? Uh, brunette. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Um, hot or cold? I like cold, dude. Yeah, I'd rather be too cold than too hot. You always put extra clothes yeah. on. Yeah, man. Fuck being hot. Cause you sweat. You, you can't get away from it. It's all over. You God, fuck your yeah. clothes up. 
You know, you're cold. Fuck it. Throw on a fucking sweater or some gloves or something. Dude, I'm down here. I'm fucking. I'm in South Southwest fucking Florida, man. It's like eight o'clock in the morning. It's like 100 percent humid. Yeah, it's you, disgusting. You're never cold ever again. Yeah, it's like oh my god. If you're uh, cold, dude, you got problems. Yeah. <laughs> How about tuba or violin? Yeah, yeah. The tuba just is obnoxious, so I'm going with that. You didn't get all the hate mail now from the tuba players and the marching right, bands. The, the fucking, fucking violinist. Oh, How about spider or snake? Uh, yeah, man, you can never trust the fucking snake, dude. I like the snake. I've had pet <laughs> snakes. I love snakes. Spiders yeah, just freak me the fuck out, dude. You can't trust them either. And you know what, dude? Growing up Italian, I'm sure you know this. You see a fucking white spider, dude. You know that someone's going to die. Die. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I got here in my studio in Florida. Like, they, I get the wolf spiders. Dude, these things are the size of a fucking quarter, okay? And they fucking not only run, they jump. It's like, what the fuck? Snakes, Oof. I got I got corn snakes here, all that shit. I pick them up and you know move them to the other side of the property. I don't care. Yes. Spiders, no fucking way. <laughs> all right, let's see if you're a man of my own heart here. Burger King or McDonald's? Burger King. Oh, I'm a McDonald's fan. All right, no problem. We're gonna end the show now. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> no, I can't talk to this guy. I no take more. back everything I no, said. Fuck, am I talking to this guy for? Burger King. Burger King's. Not, I like Burger King. I like the whole flame bro shit. They got nice fries. I don't like Burger King breakfast. That's for no, sure. No, McDonald's is definitely better with the Ye- breakfast. But I'm, yes, I'm into the the onion rings though. Ooh, yeah, me too. I put the yeah. onion rings on top of the burger. Same with the yeah, fries. I take my fries and dump half of the fries on top of the burger before I start eating it. Do you? Mm-hmm. All right. I love that shit. Make my own potato bun. All right, here we go. Broccoli or Brussels sprouts? Broccoli. Yeah, if I have to choose that, t- and it's only the only the flowers, the florets, the stalks make me gag like I'm a five year old. Still. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, what the fuck are you talking about? Or beg your pardon? Nah, what the fuck are you talking about? Of course, <laughs> beg your pardon. <laughs> That's too fucking polite. What are we fucking English royalty here? Yeah, no. I say that with my pinky. Yeah. I beg your pardon. <laughs> Who's your pinky out? Um, pancakes or waffles? Pancakes. Yeah, I, I'm with you too. I like. I, I actually had this conversation. Oh, I don't know. Maybe ten episodes ago. I forgot what it was. I drank. Um, I like plain pancakes. Maybe, maybe chocolate chips. I hate this loaded shit, you know, with strawberries nah. and blueberries and oh, get the fuck. You give me taste the pancake. Nah. I can throw some whipped cream on there, some confectionery sugar. That's Butter, sweet. definitely. That's just too sweet to me now. I just like And I then uh, maple syrup, man. Yeah, maple yeah. syrup, sure. Uh, balls or pucks? <laughs> <laughs> balls. Balls. The man wants. He likes balls. <laughs> uh, how about who the fuck gave me this card? I have like people like I have like a box of index cards, yeah. and I know a lot of times it seems like I'm gearing it towards certain people, but it's the way it comes out when I pull it out of the box. I got a 
I'm a big cigar smoker. I used to be till a heart attack, but I don't tell my wife I still have them. I still smoke them. But I got cigar boxes with all of these fucking things in it. So um, friends come over, bands record. I'm like, fill out these cards. Give me a choice or give me a yes or, you know, and I have them make the cards. Um, somebody, I did not write this. I swear to God. This might be my son. I don't know. You ready? Yep. David HK or David HK? <laughs> <laughs> Well, there is multiple layers to the HK, bro. So, I mean, <laughs> he's definitely a fuck. Dude, I, he's a very interesting guy. I really I enjoy David him. HK. God, I love him. He's almost like Meds' soulmate in a way. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's quiet and he's reserved. Right. But there's a fucking beast living inside of him. He's a dude. maniac. I know. He, are you kidding me? What think and just like, dude, don't let this <laughs> meds character fucking fool anyone for any bit of any moment. That dude kindness. has the beast in him beast. that could rival mine, dude. And it's so good because <laughs> we're so polar opposite. He's very, you know, laid back and very yeah. reserved in what he has to say. But no, man. He's a sweetheart, he, though. He really he's is. A, no, Meds is my best friend, dude. He, uh, his, I have a short list of, of people that I would take a bullet for, Yeah, and he's definitely up there, man. So you, you didn't give me your answer. David HK or David HK? I'm scared, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with David HK. All right. Good answer. <laughs> man, I agree. <laughs> who the fuck? I love it. I got to find out who put this fucking card in here. Um. Uh, smooth or slick? Mm. I'll go with slick. <laughs> <laughs> so when you shave your balls, they're slick. They're slick. <laughs> what are you doing over there, slick? <laughs> you like it straight or twisted? Twisted like a motherfucker. There you go. Uh, Budweiser or Corona? Budweiser. Uh, I'm a Corona guy, to be honest with you. Okay. I, it's no big deal. I like Bud Light and Corona Light are my favorites, or their Modelo. That's that's my I like, three main beers. I like Bud Light because I could drink 30 of them and I'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, same with me. <laughs> Here's the last question. You ready? Sure. Megadeth or Metallica? Metallica. Yeah. There you go. Same. I agree. I think Meds is going to cut me off though after that one. Really? Yeah, he's a big, he's a big Megadeth fan. Wow. He likes Dave Mustaine. Yeah. This has been an ongoing topic through all of my shows. This is episode sixty-five. I probably brought them up forty times. Um, I like three or four of their songs. That's it. I never Megadeth? really got Megadeth. Never got them. Never got it. Like Rush. I like three or four of their songs. Never got them. I know they're incredible ah. musicians. Never got him. Never got into it. Rush is very talented, but yeah, not my cup of tea. Yeah. Mega, Megadeth, I, I love them, but Metallica, dude, like I was just talking about them today because all these elitist Metallica fans are getting pissed off now because everyone with Stranger Things and yeah. Master of Puppets coming <laughs> to the forefront. Yeah. I'm like, dude, if it was up to these assholes... They would have them playing in a fucking garage, playing the same 10 songs back in San Francisco right. with fucking cockroaches the size of humans. Yeah. They have, dude, they're the biggest fucking metal band this side of fucking Sabbath. Ever. Embrace it, dude. Ever, yeah. They, 
their legacy is going to go on forever. Just because new kids like them, we all started off fucking as a new fan from them. Right. And don't tell me that you stopped listening to them after fucking, before Ride the Lightning, because you're a fucking liar. <laughs> you know? Like, maybe you don't like their fucking later stuff, okay? But that, man, then it stops in you. But don't fucking hate someone else for liking it. So listen, you guys now, I know you're working on some new shit, so you're going to drop out some singles coming up, or you're going to be dropping out an album. What are you guys working on? Uh, right now, we have a single called Decay that's coming out uh, in, the, in the end of August, and we're actually going to do our first official, like, we're going to legit do it, video for it. Okay, We're going to cool. start filming it real soon, in the next, like, week or so. And uh, that's going to be out... Uh, like I said, I think the date is the 26th of August. Okay. And then um, after that, we have um, an unti- two untitled songs that we are currently um, laying down in the studio right now. Got some, uh, it's going to be very cool. It's different, uh, different from kind of different stuff that we've, uh, we've done before. One's a ballad. So uh, we're working on a ballad right now, and uh, that's going to be pretty cool to uh, see how that comes out. I'm kind of excited about that. Very cool. So, and, yeah. all right. So that that's great. So, and then come December, now you guys are heading out to California. Yes. Yeah, we're going to be playing uh, the whiskey on the 9th of December. Before that, uh, we got some shows coming up locally. We're going to be playing the warehouse in uh, Amityville. That's. Um, our good friend uh, Dave Black is putting that together, and I believe that's on August 6th. The 20th, we're going home. We're playing Beeries again. And then in October, uh, October 15th, we are playing Jason's Woods. That's that uh, awesome show we play annually yeah, uh, yeah. out in uh, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. So uh, we're looking forward to that. So, yeah, the... Uh, the scar is always busy and always doing something. That's it. Like a shark, man. You got to keep moving or you'll freaking die. Right. So like the Jason's Woods, I know you guys always play that Halloween. So you got like an August thing going, you said, too? Yeah, we got two gigs in August. And uh, we're trying to do something out of state for September. We're talking uh, right now at some places. <clears throat> we might hook up with our uh, our friend um, Ari Lehman, who played uh, Jason in the first Friday the 13th movie, we might do another uh, right. out-of-state gig with him. He's a really good friend of ours. And uh, I just actually dropped, uh, I spoke with him about a week ago. So we're trying to work something out with him. Very cool. And, uh, you know, the, the solo stuff uh, right now, you know, just taking that last ride. Like, you know, it's playing right now. So I just released that. So I don't know. The next one uh, really don't have anything um, that... I got a bunch of ideas, but I don't have anything like, you know, solid and cemented that I'm going to do. So we'll figure that out. But that's the best thing about that. I can just pick that up at any time. So not, not, not to stir any shit up, but like the, the, the solo project you got going. Um, I know that, uh, Jared's got his own, uh, solo, well, not solo. He plays another band like singing. Um, I don't know. Is meds doing anything too on, on the side or no? Yeah, no, he's uh, he's actually collaborating. He's got a collaboration coming up. He's uh, doing a guitar. I forget who he's doing it with, but yeah, Meds is always uh, he's always doing something, man. You yeah. know, he's whether 
even helping me out with my solo stuff. That's what you know. He's a he's a selfless person, dude. But, right, right. You know, he'll he'll help you out. So you guys are all cool. Like everybody's got their own. I mean, demon scar is demon scar. That's not going anywhere. So right. nobody's got no problems with you know venturing out and doing their other little side. No, little stuff. not at all, man. That's we support great. each other, dude. Like I've jumped up on stage and sang with Jared's band. You know, it's cool. Like right. I love Jared's voice. I'm, I tell him, dude, you better fucking relax before you become Demon Scar's singer. I think he's got a great <laughs> voice. You know, and like there's even future talks right now that he's going to. Uh, sing on a tune for the scar and i want him to that'd be like, great be dude him to do it. hey peter, I want him to. peter chris peter chris peter chris doing black diamond is better than anything gene or paul ever did it's fucking oh, the shit God, i love that it. is one of their biggest songs ever dude they fucking he did it hard luck woman was sick yeah you know and look at ace too dude yeah speaking of kiss one of my f- favorite five, like the top five albums, right. Ace's solo record is up there. Oh, yeah, dude. Come on. So I, good. So, Nick, let me ask you a question before we wrap this up. Are you going to be yep. playing out anywhere? Are you going to take your solo project like to clubs or, or you don't have that? Is that not on the horizon? No, it is. I was talking ah, to Kay Lovely. You already hear first. Talking to, yeah, I was talking to Kay Lovely and we're actually... Uh, Thinking about doing like an open mic and testing the waters and see how it comes out, Very which I think cool. it's gonna, you know, it's gonna be dope. You know, it's gonna be pretty cool. See, I know. So I'm looking stuff. forward to doing that. Very <laughs> cool. See, that's why I ask these questions. I had, yeah. I, I know. I'm telling you, and I think you should. I think that'd be an awesome idea to do that. It's too good not to. I feel like last ride, like you said, man. Like, I think it gave me the courage, not the courage, but the. Um, what the hell is the word? The uh, kicking the balls to do it. <laughs> yeah, 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 man. Like I feel like, yeah, it, it made me comfortable. Like I, I, I know I could do it. Now, confidence you know? is up. Yeah, confidence, confidence. Yes. That's the word. Definitely. So, yep. So listen, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Backstage with Spike. I can't believe this is episode sixty-five. Thank you so much. We got so much more coming your way. Uh, Nick, thank you so much for being on the show. Appreciate it. But wanting to get Anytime, you. Anytime, man. Yeah. You guys, Demon Skull, you guys were on episode three. Um, I know Med's filled in a couple of times. He came in as a guest on, you know, shows with other people. But as far as a featured uh, Demon Skull episode, it's been a year and a half. And um, you guys just right, keep kicking it. I'm going to get these guys to do a full episode with all. Three yeah. Of us get all three years on. You know what I'm saying? I think that'd be awesome to do that. They call me Judas, so now I'm going to Judas them and be like, all right, here we go, fuckers. We're going to go on Spike together. That's it. Guilt them into Throw the Italian guilt on them, you know what I'm saying? Get them Absolutely. Get them fucking do it. Tell I'll talk to them with uh, three fingers. They know what's up. <laughs> Tell them I got 8,000 streams per episode. You got to do it. You got to do it. It's Absolutely. Huge. Thanks, Spike. I appreciate it, man. Brother, I love you. Thank you so much. And keep doing what you're doing. Don't stop. Awesome. Everybody, thank you for tuning in. Backstage with Spike, episode 65. Be kind to one another out there. Be tolerant. Peace. Yeah, I blow him, so you blow me now. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do that when I'm drinking. (laughs) Oh, God. Holy (laughs) shit. Oh, man.